Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Keeling, and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech, or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights, and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. My mission is to use this podcast as a platform to help as many of you as possible become powerful communicators and reach a new level of confidence, not just in your professional life, but within yourself too. This episode is dedicated to 2021 and some of the lessons I've learned throughout the year. It is a little different than what I normally share, but this is the last episode of 2021. And What a year it has been. I'm not someone to make New Year's resolutions. If I'm being honest, I make new goals every day, every week, every month, and every quarter. And I also like to do it for the whole year too. I have found this works best for me. I also focus on actions and goals that are in my control. But I'll go into that a little more later in the episode. Many of those who do set New Year's resolutions don't stick to them. If you listen to episode nine, setting language learning goals for career success, you would know how essential it is to create a system that works for you so you can monitor your progress. I always love to look ahead and focus on what's next, but I do also feel it is important to reflect on the year. The lessons I've learned, the challenges I faced, and what I can take from this year going forward. And 2021 has been a big year. It has been a full year away from England and the longest I've been away from my family. We have settled into our beautiful house here in central Mexico. And while there are still empty rooms and lights hanging from the ceiling because we haven't decided on light fixtures. A lot of home design that has been put aside, sadly, it's slowly becoming home. Lucky for me, one of my good friends is an architect and interior designer. And I feel very privileged that she designed my new wardrobes and bathrooms. I'm very excited to see it completed next year. I think there have been 
a lot of lessons for all of us in 2021. I am sure for many of us, it has been that your health, your well-being and your loved ones come above all else. One of the lessons I've learned in 2021 is the importance of taking care of yourself so you can better serve others. When you are a parent, a caregiver, or if you work in a profession that serves others, it can be easy to neglect our own self-care. In my personal life, I have focused on my well-being and doing activities that I have always loved but never had the time to do. Painting is one of those activities actually, more of a passion of mine, that over the last few years I've kind of abandoned. I love art and creating things, but especially painting. I guess I stopped doing those things because I was so busy. I had this feeling that there were never enough hours in the day. Have you ever felt like that? I made excuses like, I can't do the things I most enjoy because I guess they aren't that important. I had other priorities. I was so wrong. This year though, I did start to realize that I was wrong, thank goodness, and that I really needed to take time for myself. But it's not always easy to know how or where to start. But I do know if I want to show up to serve and to be on my A game, I have to prioritize myself. And one of the best things I have done in my business and my personal life to be able to care for myself has been to dedicate clear working hours and days as well as times I will rest, take a break and take time off. In the past, I had been writing everything in my to-do list, planning ahead, but never planning for fun or even time off. I'm not always the best at doing this. And if you work for yourself as a freelancer or you have your own business or even working remotely, you will probably understand. While I know the path and what is needed, it doesn't mean that I'm always able to follow it. I am doing it a little differently as we go into 2022 and I hope this can help you to do the same. So I have scheduled in the weeks for next year that I will take time off. When you are running your business, it's great that you can decide when to take the holiday or not at all. I love that I do something that doesn't feel like work. Really, that's the dream, right? But the hardest thing for me is knowing when to stop. 
I am proud of myself that I have been able to get better in this and I have taken time off this December to be able to rest. I feel bad for saying this, but in 2020, I hardly took off a single day. No holidays whatsoever. Luckily, I did improve in 2021, but it's something I will work on. I will protect that time and I urge you to do the same. So at the end of the year, I thought I will write out, let's do, let's make it fun, 2020 goals for 2022. And I thought this would be a nice idea of the bigger picture, what I wanted to achieve. And I was able to write that many goals down and I used the notes in my phone. And then thought, is this really going to work for me? What happens if I don't reach these goals? Are these goals determined by my actions, what I control, or will it be pure luck? For example, an outcome goal is something like hitting 10,000 subscribers on YouTube and posting valuable content every week for the next year will increase your following, sure, but it also is out of your control. You need a little extra luck to get there. And I don't want to follow these numbers because it will only bring disappointment if I don't achieve them. And that's not why I'm doing this. If you are putting your work out on Instagram or any social media platform, are you following the numbers? Will you be upset if you only get 50 likes? Don't get me wrong, I like to see the numbers and I know by looking at the numbers what is resonating and helpful to my audience, but don't tie those numbers to your self-worth. So in saying that, I went through my goals again. Those outcome goals, I will still write down the things like chasing the numbers, how many students I want to help, but I'm not going to look at them. They are out of my control and they're not the reason I'm doing this. By doing that, I was able to narrow down my goals to 12 of them. And they are goals that are in my control, like offering a workshop or delivering a free masterclass, creating new content and posting every week. For me, showing up is the most important action I can take. Something that I have seen others do is choose a word for the year. Which word best describes your year? Actually, I think most people choose a word going into the new year, but I've done it a little bit differently. So if I had to choose one word to describe 2021, it would be connection. Even if it is all virtually, I have met incredible people this year. I haven't just connected with them, but we have also spent time investing in each other's work. I have actively put myself out there to be surrounded by 
like-minded professionals and to support others on their journey. This has meant speaking up in groups with industry leaders and joining conversations on Zoom, networking with people who are making huge leaps within their community. I know I could always do more to connect with others and that will be something I continue to focus on in 2022. The quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. This year, I've also focused on the connection with myself. As I said, I have spent more time focusing on my own self-care. People have always said the most important relationship you have in life is the one you have with yourself. And I would think, yeah, okay. But this year, I have tried to embrace that. I spent a long time looking at others, my parents, my family, my teachers, my mentors, my colleagues, my partner, and even some acquaintances in hope that they would tell me what to do. And don't get me wrong, I really appreciate their guidance, but no one has the answers for something like that. The only way is to get quiet and to listen to yourself. Being able to understand what I want and who I want to be has allowed me to say yes to the right opportunities and no to what is taking me away from my mission. I've always found it easy to help others and to nurture and care for them. I am an empath and I have a hard time not caring. This year, I've realized caring for myself and loving myself more has made me even better at serving my own community. It doesn't mean that caring for myself comes easily. It is something that I will continue to always work on. I think one way I have been able to do this, other than like I previously mentioned, focusing on my hobbies, is it's also one of my best purchases from 2021, is my Kindle. I'm a bit late to the party, I know, as I've had my Kindle for around six months now. And in that time, I have created a night routine where I read a couple of chapters before sleeping. I haven't been doing it to tick how many boxes I've read, but I've read around 30 or so books in six months. And it's helped me to calm down, but also learn a lot of new perspectives. I haven't read this much for myself personally, ever. I spent a lot of time reading during university, but you could hardly say it was for pleasure, even though I did enjoy it. In 2022, my goal is to keep reading every day and I will start to read Spanish books too. When I think back on this past year, I am proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone, for doing things outside of the norm, which has meant taking risks. 
being okay with okay and for connecting with myself so I can serve others better and showing up even on my hardest days. If you had told me this time last year what Fluent Speakers has achieved in 2021, I don't know if I would have believed you. It can be weird for me to talk about my accomplishments and what I've achieved in my business. And many times I haven't shared them. Women tend to avoid bragging about themselves and self-promotion and they self-promote significantly less than men. And bragging has a very bad reputation. And talking about yourself, especially in the UK, and even more so if you're a woman. Now, my mission is to empower others, and that empowerment has to start within. I love to see people, and yet especially women, achieve big things. I've had clients who took action, believed in themselves, they've moved across countries, had job promotions, and so much to brag and to talk about. And one particular lady had been looking for a new job opportunity for many, many months. She had so many years of experience and talent, but she was lacking the confidence to really go for it. When we worked together, she started to see her value. And within a couple of weeks, she was not only offered one incredible role, but two. And I have loved seeing and hearing about all their success. But sometimes that success is not just getting a bigger paycheck. And for some, finding their voice, feeling comfortable in their role, And just enjoying that job goes a long way. This year, I created a workbook to help others boost their confidence in English. And it shows you the steps to build your communication skills. If that is something that you would like, then you can find it at guide.fluentspeakers.co.uk. Go and grab it if you haven't already. Now, we can't see what incredible things we are doing without communicating our worth and finding our voice. Talking about the value and the impact you are bringing to the world doesn't have to sound like you are doing it to increase your own sense of self-importance. This year, I have launched this podcast design of communication and it has been such a fun project that we started in September of 2021 and I started it with the hope that even one person would hopefully enjoy it and in four months we have had hundreds of listeners every week from 50 over 50 countries wow and I get a little emotional even thinking about it. So another way I have focused on myself professionally is taking endless amounts of professional training. And I really hope that I can extend that and offer training to my team as we continue to expand in 2022. 
And I have continued to serve design and tech professionals from all over the world. I think we have had professionals from 20 different countries, which is brilliant. I've seen even the most shy and nervous professionals overcome self-doubt. I have supported many designers during the interview process and in finding new work and job opportunities, but also to feel more comfortable in their roles by advancing their communication. Initially, I worked with mostly advanced non-native speakers, but I have since developed programs to support native English speakers, as well as those at a lower intermediate level. So I have continued to expand from one-on-one coaching to offering group sessions where I continue to iterate, test and perfect my courses. I've learned a lot working so closely with user experience designers and truly understanding what it means to deliver the best experience we can. I am constantly listening to feedback and finding ways to improve the experience we offer. And I'm excited because in 2022, I will be launching my best program yet, which has come after a year of intense work and I couldn't be more proud and excited to share it with the world. And I really hope it reaches those who need it most. It has been wonderful to work not only with those in UX and UI, game, graphic and branding design, but also expand and work with CTOs and tech leads, data analysts, software engineers through corporate training, working with teams in Brazil, Spain and Singapore, and collaborating with people in the UK, the USA, Brazil, India, just to name a few, And it's given a huge insight into the industry. And you'll definitely see more about that in 2022. So on a more personal note, in terms of business, I have been, it's crazy to think about it, but nominated for some leadership awards and recognized for my bravery and achievement. And I have made 5,000 more connections in my LinkedIn community. And Honestly, I value every single one of the 10,000 connections I've made. Yeah, I have goosebumps. (laughs) So if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, or we are and we've not had the chance to speak, please do reach out. Let me know that you're listening to the podcast and I will personally get back to you and I'd love to hear from you. This year, I have also hosted a number of free trainings and Despite the letdowns of technology on a number of occasions, it really is a dream come true serving so many of you. When I think about 2022, I want to feel that same passion and flow. And I will embrace the journey and keep moving closer to my goals. I will know that every challenge or failure is a gift and it's here for my growth. I will strive for action over perfection and appreciate the little things. I will share the wins and be less afraid to share my successes. And I hope you will too. I really hope after listening to this, you will feel 
It's fine. Share it. We want to hear it. And I will continue to read every day, take walks, connect with being outside and with friends, with family, and continue to show up in even bigger ways. If you had to describe 2021 in one word, what would it be? I can't wait to see you in the new year. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Design of Communication. If you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to The Design of Communication podcast, then please follow us on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit. Any questions you might have, feel free to send them my way. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. See you next week.